0: Welcome to It's All Beer, the only news podcast that restores your faith in humanity at least 75% of the time. I'm Jeremy Jones, and Tyler is not with me because I'm doing this by myself. Don't worry, you have to listen to my voice the entire time. Uh, we are, Our schedules didn't actually align this week in order to do a proper It's All Beer podcast, but, but that's okay because we've got something special for you this week. Uh, because occasionally... In fact, most of the time when we sit to get come together and uh, do our news stories, there's a few extras that we leave behind. Either we run out of time, or we decide to, they they're not really pertinent, or just because we don't want to do a two-hour podcast. But recently, we've been taking these uh, snippets, saving them in a little drawer, and bring them out for one of those moments where we both have to work, or one of us is traveling, or something like that. And to start you off, a new off flavor that's hitting a hazy IPA near you.
1: Well, Jeremy, the Brewers Association came out with some new style guidelines from twenty twenty for for twenty twenty two. Wow, I'm actually, that was tough.
0: <laughs> I'm actually quite aware. Of, I mean, I've been uh, as someone who's going to be taking the the, the test soon. Uh, uh, um, I'm uh, uh, actually having to study them pretty hard. Take you test again. I'm t- trying to be a national beer judge. So oh, can, dude. So if can,
1: you can judge GABF, let's go to GABF, live stream an episode from there. I just, I don't even want to get wanna, our fans to crowdfund it point, so we
0: can go there. The point is not to go to GABF. The point is so I can walk around going, well, you know, as a nationally certified beer judge. I just oh, you
1: pompous s- cunt. I just want to
0: say that, um, uh, that yes, I will, uh, I, 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 will, uh, uh um, I will take paper today instead of plastic. If any <laughs> beer I
1: sample, you and you're like, well, as, a, nation, good. as, uh, as, as man, a a national certified <laughs>
0: beer judge says, this was the best he ever had. No, I mean, it's beer, extra one Well, as a nationally certified beer judge, I just have to say that uh, that this beer uh, is, is uh, supremely subpar. And like, you're like, uh, what the fuck accent you're doing? Stop it, or I will kill and you. And
1: then I will smash. I will. Pour a bottle out to smash against your
0: face. My my wife will be like, "Hey, hey, baby, can you take out the garbage?" Like, well, as a nationally certified beer judge, I have to say, she'll be like, "Get the fuck outside." (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so I'm studying so I can do that. (laughs) Well, perfect. Well, um,
1: in the new yearly update, um, they made a couple changes. They didn't add any new styles.
0: They did actually. They added hazy IPA. No, hazy IPA was added before. It was it was it was added as a sub so th- let me uh they they well I mean this might be a, this might be a pedantic thing but so you got so in the BJCP guidelines you got IPA and you got like a whole bunch of like in IPA you have like a whole bunch of like you got your black IPA, brown mm-hmm. IPA, red IPA, rye IPA. All these yeah. like variations of IPA that they wanted to like include mm-hmm. but they thought had no staying power. <laughs> Excuse me, hazy IPA was included on that. But um, as of twenty twenty two, hazy IPA is now a category in and of itself. It's twenty one. Oh,
1: well, this fucking article it's, lied to me.
0: It's twenty one. I mean, I don't think they added anything. They did do away with some, but yeah. But twenty. But twenty one B twenty one Bravo is is hazy IPA. Because according to the article, it goes. Well, I I disagree with your article, sir. <laughs> I disagree with you. Because as a nationally certified... You're not nationally certified yet, (laughs) you cunt! Uh,
1: Well, according to the article, it says it did not introduce any new styles. Okay. But a subtle tweak to the entries of several varieties of hazy IPAs are still quite significant. Uh, This is the first time it ever acknowledges... Uh, according to the article here in paste magazine, the, the author's biggest problem with hazy IPA, hop burn. Uh, and if I say
0: define hop burn, I
1: was going to say, if you're going, what the fuck is hop burn?
0: Well, we're going to get into that. So it's a, it's a bad accident on a hop farm. Or what you tell the well, what the tell you the police, what you tell you the police what you're doing when the the, the smoke comes wafting out of your apartment. Are you so, smoking weed in here? No, man. It's Hot burn. We're burning some hops, man. So I can't feel uh, my feet. <laughs> <laughs> did that just derail you too?
1: <laughs> he did a good job. So hop burn <laughs> can best kind of be described as a relatively new feature in IPAs uh, because of the aggressive hop nature mm-hmm. of hazies, uh, where it's intensely astringent, drying, corrosive sensation caused by the chemical compounds of polyphenols, which very present in hops. Mm-hmm. Uh, in previous West Coast IPAs where you're using less hops, or boiling for excessive amount of times, you're not getting the polyphenols. Uh, But hop burn is believed to be caused through excessive contact time between the vegetative matter of hops and beers, something that wasn't a problem during traditional IPA brewing. Um, (laughs) But very common with hazies.
0: But it's it's now suddenly... You know what? That makes so much fucking sense, because there Uh, are some hazies that have this weird vegetal... uh, So, uh,
1: the... Massive, long, dry hopping periods are considered to be the main culprit. Uh, this is why hop burn was unknown in earlier sales of IPA. Um, and where the beer sits in contact for a long period with extremely large volumes of mushy hop matter in uh, a fermenter or bright tanks. tank.
0: By the way, mushy hop matter is going to be the name of my new punk band.
1: Perfect. Uh, it slowly leaches the polyphenols. Into the final product, which tend to result in an intensely astringent, unpleasant, puckering mouthfeel that can easily mar the juicy profile that is being sought after. Other style hallmarks of hazy IPA, such as a thicker, more creamier texture, also contribute to hot burn sensations as more viscous grist of hazy IPA also plays a role in keeping the astringent polyphenols suspended in the beer. Um... So, the GABF came out with the new uh, updates to their style guidelines. They said, uh, and they included this on basically the Juicy, Hazy's, that style of beer IPA's. The new
0: one that they... (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
1: These beers can exhibit astringency and heat, sometimes, sometimes referred to as hot burn, As a result of very, very high hop usage rates and excessive contact times with the beer, which can detract from balance and drinkability when present above low levels. Which also, I was like, I'm glad they added when that super like almost astringent boozy comes in from that hop burn. And I've had it in hazy IPAs before but I've never known what to call it.
0: No, absolutely. Uh, And
1: I'm like, I'm glad they now make it to where, hey, that's an off flavor now. So hopefully we can kind of curb that. But also, I feel them adding balance and drinkability should say if this hazy IPA is overly fucking sweet, that's a fucking off flavor. (laughs) Because it says... Detract from the balance and drink ability.
0: What about your milkshake IPAs? No, fuck that shit. <laughs> I'm like a pe- like pushing buttons like a peyote dealer working commission. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, with this, I'll be
1: curious to see if this plays any effect on who wins the GABF medal. Uh, amount of submissions that go
0: in i mean different it, things like that affect the submissions going in but i mean i do appreciate the fact that like because i mean what what that does you know from as a nationally certified beer judge uh, you're <laughs> not nationally certified yet you can i'm practicing um no what that but what that does is like when you when you know when you got when you when someone you know when you have that uh, uh That 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 round of of, of hazy IPAs you're drinking them like yeah this one has kind of an astringent finish like well I like that like yeah it's a fucking off flavor okay
1: (laughs) I was gonna say it also makes it to where at least in my mind from your position as someone who does the beer ordering if someone brings that in you can be like hey yeah hot burn (laughs) this this I don't think should be there and they're like oh no that's what we meant and you're like well according to the style guidelines like and they'd be like oh. And maybe we can kind of get away from that.
0: Well, as a nationally certified beer judge, I have to say that your (laughs) hazy IPA is some some possa (laughs) The noise you're about to hear is Tyler about to hit me with a beer bottle. (laughs) A
1: Modelo Especial bottle. It's going to be Especial.
0: Still no results on that judging test I took, but uh, but if I passed, I, I shall become quite a pompous ass indeed. And now, a uh, Wisconsin man uh, tests the limits of his local police's hospitality while drunk on some really shitty beer. Good people drink good beer news now. Uh, every once in a while, a story comes down that, well, it's not about craft beer per se. It involves beer. And it makes me giggle, and that really is the rock-bottom requirements for this podcast. I mean, it, it's better if a story is about how craft beer is evolving and how the industry continues to grow, but at the end of the day, a brewski and a nut shot is all I really need. <laughs> or in this case, a random dude doing something inexplicably stupid and strange while drunk on some really shitty beer. Hell yeah, brother! <laughs> uh, if you've worked in a tap room, and you know a, a good portion of you have... You know this guy. It's at the end of the night. You're cleaning up. Your you're cleaning is more or less done. Oh. Uh, you're ready to cash out. Oh, my And get God. the fuck out. And there's that one guy that won't fucking. And it's always a guy, by the way.
1: No, <laughs> I've had several women. Really?
0: Uh, for and me, it's always been a guy.
1: About three out of five times it's been a guy for me.
0: Really? Okay.
1: Where you're loading, you're flipping the fucking chairs, and
0: they're like, oh. Are you closing? Like, no, I'm just, I I got a bunch of people coming in that like to sit on these this way. Don't judge. Don't judge. (laughs) And
1: you're like, yeah, if you look, I've swept the whole place except the three foot section you're in that you've. Decided to try to eat popcorn by throwing the full bowl at your mouth <laughs> at once, and only catching one
0: piece, and then asking for another bowl to do it again. This is definitely your the, your previous job. <laughs> I sense. Um, no, he's but uh, really, if you've worked at this, you you you're just like sitting there watching this guy. Like just, it's been like an hour. You're like, just chug it and get the fuck out. Um, well, listen. Um, We've had this experience. People who work at tap rooms. Not a lot of cops have had this experience. Um, Or according to uh, uh, wearegreenbay.com, a man came into the Racine police station with a beer. Um, He had a seat in the lobby and then refused to leave. Uh, Bystanders claim the man, quote, smelled of intoxicants, which I assume means that he reeked like a malfunctioning distillery that just had a turpentine (laughs) spill. Uh, when officers, so the call came out, officers responded to their own station. Well done. (laughs) Um, when officers asked him to leave, (laughs) please tell me they got in the car, went around the building, (laughs) pulled to the front and walked in. Um, when officers asked him to leave, he allegedly said that he would kill several of them. Um, bold move. After a while, they finally, they finally got him to get up and leave. So I don't have to show you a picture of this guy to let you know that he's white. Listen, I don't want to get too much into racial and police politics on our cute little beer podcast, but let's face some fucking facts. Let's call a spade a spade here. Okay, a, only a white dude can walk into a police station drunk off his tits while, Open a beer! while holding a beer, yes, yes, no less, and threaten to kill police officers and have them be like, hey, I think you've had You too much. just need to go home. All the, all the, Give me that beer
1: go home. Although I also Jim (laughs) will give you a ride home tonight there Bob See, and that's the thing
0: (laughs) also I get this feeling that this guy is a regular customer so to speak (laughs) Hey Bob uh, your wife said uh, you
1: shouldn't be drinking anymore and uh, you're still kind of drinking so uh, we're going to need to take you home (laughs) Oh you'll kill us? Yeah well I saw you miss your last three deers I think we'll be okay Uh, Give me the beer Solid, Bob. Win. Give me the beer. <laughs> Bob, get in here,
0: or the Packers won't win again. Solid Wisconsin accent. Solid. Well
1: done. That <laughs> just insulted like six states with that. Not even trying. So I apologize to the Midwest
0: as a whole. <laughs> um, even now, this is where it gets a little bit fuzzy. But I, it sounds like while he was there they try to give him a drunk and disorderly citation, which apparently he crumpled up and threw at their feet while refusing to leave the lobby. Bob, you're my hero. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, the picture of this guy... Listen, we all have that drunken uncle. I want you to take a minute, close your eyes, unless you're driving, um, and picture that drunken uncle, okay? That's what this guy looks like. That's... (laughs) Can I see this guy? No. Why? Because I have to pull it up again <laughs> now they actually I have it actually I, I do have it handy also when he threw that they were probably like Bob <laughs> you really got to take it there yeah that's that's Bob and he actually is I don't know, they the uh, uh, Sean Sean Landra Sean <laughs> I really wish you wouldn't have done
1: that um I'm sorry you feel upset. <laughs> But we're going to have to take you home. You're going to have to dump out that beer.
0: We're going to have to tell your wife. (laughs) He was eventually taken to the hospital where he continued to say he would kill officers and refused to get on the hospital bed.
1: (laughs) Way to at least double down and stay true to your guns. I mean, you should never threaten an officer. They have a... Unthankless, shitty job. I will admit that they do. Some of them are pieces of shit and abuse their power, but ninety-five percent of them
0: are good people. or At least they're 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 a, they're a person trying to do a job that is oftentimes shitty, and you have to deal with people like Sean, who <laughs> just open up a beer in your fucking lobby and refuse to leave. They look at their sergeant and they're
1: like, "Hey, Sarge, can I finish this beer? Because I had to deal with this asshole," and he's like.
0: Nope. Gotta dump it out. (laughs) Do you want to uh, guess what uh, beer he was drinking?
1: Mm. Okay, hold on. Uh, I need to workshop a couple. So, this was by the Green Bay
0: Reporter somewhere in Wisconsin. Where is Uh, it? Racine, yes. uh,
1: I'm going to be looking probably Ice House, Miller, or good old Pabst. I'm going to go... Just to keep the trend with South Park, I'm white trash and I'm in
0: trouble. Some Peps Blue ribbon. Incorrect, but you but the the the, the but you had the you had the right one in your in your repertoire. Ice House. It was Ice House. Damn
1: it, that was it's, gonna be my guess. And I, saw, then I, I thought you were Wisconsin. Got me, and I was like.
0: I thought, gotta be I thought sure. I thought sure when you like leading up to it, well, it's gotta be white trash, a guy in trouble. I thought sure you were leading up to I'm like, I was so ready to... Congr- <laughs> you were so close to being like the Jedi of shitty beer right there. <laughs> I am the Jedi of shitty beer. I just trusted the dark side of craft beer that led me to PAPS. Yeah, well, do or do not, there is no try.
1: <laughs> yeah, and only... Craft beer operates in truce. <laughs> Should have stuck to my roots and chose Ice House.
0: Since we recorded that, uh, we've come to understand that uh, Wisconsin police have changed their policy. They no longer confront a person that has overstayed their welcome. They simply uh, put the chairs onto the tables, uh, turn out the lights, and hope they get the hint. Uh, and now, a the format of beer most adept for partying.
1: The Rise of the Stovepipe.
0: I mean, you know the 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 the, the can that uh, that uh, uh, basically uh, terrible, you know, Mickey's comes in when you know you you're, you don't have quite enough money for the full 40.
1: No, 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 no. that that's twenty fold.
0: Okay. Stovepipe,
1: made famous by Oscar Blues. All right, the little yellow pills. And
0: originally it was Dale's Pale
1: Ale. I did not know that. Yes. I thought it was
0: originally. Uh, yet, uh, so this, so, so this has been Jeremy is Wrong podcast. Uh, if you'd like to <laughs> write in and tell me where I've been wrong, uh, you can sit across the table from me and do it, apparently.
1: Yeah, right? Uh, so this is an article from Vine Pair talking about uh, stovepipe cans are here because craft beer wants to party. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and has arguably gotten, gotten in trouble because of that, but go ahead, yeah. <laughs> tell us why. So... Uh, there's an increasing popularity in stovepipe. It's still growing, uh, at least from my perspective, inside the beer sales machine in Boise. Uh, stovepipe is predominantly, and I know the brewery I work for has kicked this around because it is a convenience heavy package. Mm-hmm. Uh, convenience stores, gas stations, They're looking for that single serve. You can walk in, grab not a ton of um, commitment to buy a 19.2 can. Um, So stovepipe cans, for those that don't know, 19.2 ounces. It's the same width as a 16-ounce can, but as tall as a 24-ounce can. It's a beer and a half, basically. And so you don't have to worry about grabbing a couple beers and not liking it but if you do like it it's better than just grabbing one 12 ounce can and being like Uh oh, i really wish i had more
0: well, I mean, I think, well, I think this is a way to sort of kind of do what a bottle shop does, but, you know, everywhere, because, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, like a place where I work, where we sell everything by singles, you can make a mixed match six pack, but you can't do that everywhere. Mm-hmm. If you go into a, you go into a Jackson's and start putting together a mixed six pack, somebody's going to like, is, is going to, uh, uh, first of all, ask you how much meth you've done mm-hmm. and be, tell you get the fuck out. And the article
1: actually brings up that this is similar to the 15 pack. What?
0: Please uh, please hold <laughs> while Tyler uh, apparently blows his brains out uh, 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 all over my carpet.
1: Gotta, no, it was on your cellar. I got
0: go uh, to go the wet back again.
1: Uh, <laughs> so, they talked about how it's similar to the 15 pack that Founders kind of made famous. Uh, it demonstrates how craft beer wants to segue into the value section, and the 19.2 makes it an easy way to segue into that value convenience section without discounting your brand because you're changing the package to an odd package where you're able to push out more beer at one time without for a cheaper price because you're getting rid of more at one Mm -hmm. go than having to try to discount six packs or 12 packs. And so
0: it's really, well, large format has always been kind of the, purview of well, let's face it, shitty beer. Mm-hmm. But I mean, and I mean,
1: nineteen twos still are nowhere near what the twenty fours of like a PBR are. Right, where nineteen twos run between two thirty nine and like three ninety nine. But a PBR twenty four is like a buck ninety nine.
0: We can still offer some, you know, some
1: so better if value I'm, yeah. if I'm driving and I'm only gonna have one beer at a barbecue. I can stop in the gas station and be like, "Oh yeah, they got I'll get a stovepipe of this. It's my one beer I'm gonna drink over the next four hours."
0: Oh Christ, the bottom of that can's gonna, uh, gonna be no, ass. no.
1: I mean, you're you're drinking
0: that quicker. Oh, okay. I that's gotcha. the only thing you're drinking. I was, worried, uh, I was worried about you for a second. I'm like, dude, no. that last little bit of that beer is gonna be ass on a stick. Uh,
1: the one thing that I never thought of and where the article actually mentions they're seeing the most traction is concert venues
0: and it makes perfect sense. I say, it's now. one of those, it's one of those things where you go, know, as soon as you, well, and but also I want to throw in, um, you know, I, am a skier. I I, 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 you know, and up at Bogus, uh, our local ski resort um, they offer 19-2s, uh, uh, and they're a great uh, a, a, a great beer, too, because they'll offer that in cans. You know, they got a little mm-hmm. bar down there, but you can get it in cans, th- you know, throw it in your pocket or in your backpack, and, they, you know, there you go. Off you go. Uh, but they talked about how,
1: specifically, it's more beer than one 16-ounce can uh, or 12-ounce can. So when you're waiting in that line, you can go up, but it's still a small enough serving size that by the time you're done drinking it, watching the concert, yeah, it's not warm. Fair enough. Uh, they talked about how New Belgium is now the has been doing a huge amount, in, with Red Rocks became the official craft beer of Red Rocks with the Stage Rock, nineteen point two ounce can. Sweet. Um, uh, and talked. If you're waiting in that line, you don't want to just go up and get a 12 ounce can and then be like, "Well, shit, I gotta get right back in that line."
0: Mm -hmm. So
1: by switching over to that
0: 12 ounce can, you might as well grab your can, go to the back of the line, and (laughs) by the time you're back up, yeah, there, and you're watching the concert from the beer line, which I have done before. Yes, it's not as bad as you'd think.
1: Uh, So uh, this also kind of plays in craft gold nails. Uh, craft loggers, we're seeing a rise in those, like we mentioned, and just overall craft beer. You're starting to see those now come into 19.2s because if you're gonna com- compete with the big guys, why not offer a bigger portion of something super sessionable? And if you can get it in a gas station and it's a dollar ninety nine for a PBR or three twenty nine for a craft logger.
0: Eh, I might go with that craft logger. Well, I mean, it's also there, listen. Uh, you know, the, the, the craft beer snobs among us—we uh, find ourselves um, are, uh, wanting a wanting a beer in a mm-hmm. shitty gas station at 2 a.m., like we all do, and it's right there. You know, mm-hmm. fat fat tire or the. the I,
1: I don't want a butt or the beer for drinking from Sierra Nevada or listen.
0: Listen, you, you can still have some respect for yourself if yes. you do this.
1: And I don't want to buy a full six-pack because I know I'm drunk enough. I don't need that much more. <laughs> but I still want to have something carbonated in my hand. It, it gives that kind of nice option. Excellent. So, um, I guess the article list off a couple. Uh, I mean, you got your Lagunitas. Your sequence from Dogfish Head. I mean, I Beer know for drinking Anchor Steam.
0: A lot of, a lot of, a, a lot of my brewery rest have mentioned. I mean, uh, uh, have mentioned moving to this format. We don't do a lot of it where I work because mm-hmm. i mean, again, we, we we kind of specialize in the big one. The
1: article never mentioned was the new Belgium Voodoo Ranger. I've talked to several accounts that eight percent Voodoo Ranger
0: in oh, the nineteen 19- two out everything. I that doesn't surprise me because when I was working in working in grocery. The, uh, the Imperial Voodoo Ranger. Mm-hmm. Same price point as every other beer. It's like 299 for a 19.2? Mm-hmm. I was going to say, it was, well, I mean, also, for us it was like just, just the six-packs, right? Um, mm-hmm. but, but, I mean, the, but this, the same concept still applies. You know, a six-pack of the Imperial Voodoo costs the same as the six-pack of Sierra Nevada. Which costs the same as you know any mm-hmm. other beer that you know it was kind of the lowest price point in craft beer, but by the way nine fucking percent yep so if you're looking for a craft beer to get fucked up on the cheap, here you go I mean yeah and a
1: lot of those are sold in at uh, least the nineteen twos are sold in twelve pack cases
0: yeah so I mean it doesn't it doesn't surprise me that the uh, that the nineteen two of uh, the Imperial Ranger would be like. Because it, yeah, it makes again, again, co- concert venue comes to mind. We're like, this is, uh, we're, 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 we're doing this.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's my one beer token gets me one of those <laughs> or a sixteen ounce Coors Light. One of those, oh, please.
0: Not shit. Not even a question. Like, no, yeah. that has that has the more that that's high that's high uh, octane. I need that. Mm-hmm. I, I I am a performance machine right here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Remember kids, if you have but one beer token, use it wisely, use it for craft beer, and for the biggest packaging possible. And thank you for listening to uh, it's all beer, the uh, first of our outtakes edition. Uh, we'll be back next week with a normal episode. Um, you can get a, you can look at it, uh, look us up on Twitter, uh, it's all beer one for all the stories we use to put this together, um, and other random updates. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, we post pictures and fun stuff there. You can find us there at it's all beer. Um, and if you'd like to get a hold of us and talk to us, uh, we email back uh, using email things you know, the emails, uh, it's all beer at gmail.com, because I know how the internet works. And if you like what you've been hearing uh, this episode or any episode, uh, you can uh, leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher or Facebook or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, let us know how we're doing. And if I should not ever be allowed to do an episode by myself again, and that'll be quite enough for us. I'm Jeremy Jones. Oh, yeah, he's gone. Um, I'm gonna have a beer.